On this episode of the AIE Podcast... Elder Scrolls are scrolling. April Fools are fooling. The Secret World has fun runs for you. Battle.net desktop chat goes live. And we have Duras and Radozato here to talk to us about GURP. No, not Scott Johnson. <laughs> All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast, episode 186, the Die Has Been Podcast. Broadcasting from beautiful Northern California, this is Gomez. Hey, hey, party people. Joining me from only a quarter of the state away is Aludra. Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome. And also in California this week only is Accuzod. Greetings, this is Accuzod. So hey, all of us are in California Ooh. today for some strange yes, reason. Total West so. Coast show. So, I know, it's so, so great, so, and we're so far away, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Accuzod was just like, yesterday he, he emails me at like one in the morning or something. That was really weird. But he emails me, working. hey, would you and Muli like want to grab dinner? I'm like, uh, you're about an hour and 15 minutes away. With more warning, maybe we could have done this. But yeah, of course, he's leaving like after I would be able to do anything. So we will just have to settle for, you know, the close proximity of the Internet, I guess. My timing is impeccable. Yes. Um, I'm waving you out the window, by the way. Hi. So, <laughs> Zod, hey. so, what has been going on with you besides being in, you know, San Francisco? Well, um, oh boy, a whole lot of nothing, really. Just a lot of work this week. Uh, besides traveling out here to San Francisco for the Microsoft Build Conference, which I go to every year and is a total blast, um, uh, finding out that everything I've been doing last year in developing the world is wrong and has been changing and it's all new now. I have to use all new technologies, and that's exactly what they said last year. I think they, you're doing they, it they wrong. change it every year. Yeah. Yep. Whatever you're doing, you're doing it wrong. Well, you have to keep. They have um, to give you an incentive to keep, you know, paying for developer tools. Exactly. If yeah. it's the we same, you're going to learn it. <laughs> you'll learn it, and then you'll know what you're doing, and they don't want that. So yeah. they got to keep changing it. No, it's, it's always improving and always getting better. So uh, that, um, having fun playing Eve, um, which I've you know, been doing now for, God, I guess, I guess a month, because a little rookie chat thing finally went away, which was nice because it was driving me crazy. Um, <laughs> when I was having a lot of fun exploring wormholes, and, of course, uh, raiding with Furt and WoW, having a blast there. We are on Garage. Oh, finally. nice. Just so, in time. Just in time to to end the expansion, so yeah, but we'll uh, we'll get them down shortly. I know. <laughs> so, Luger, what have you been up to? Me, I got a new computer. Woo! I love it. I love it so much. It's a doghouse system. So, guys, seriously, use the code Battle Pets. Double the memory. I'll be in business, please. Um, <laughs> in all seriousness, though. Um, so I, I went on a massive install binge, but luckily it already came with World of Warcraft installed. So I was able nice. to raid night last night. It was so great. And of course there's Diablo because who's not playing Diablo because right now? I mean honestly. Pinata. I know. I'm, I love I'm not it. Playing so much. It for reason. <laughs> You're crazy because no, I, I beat the I'm game on the first and done. Oh, no, no, no. It, I've been having such a blast in Diablo. It's so great. But now I've got everything else loaded in my PC, so, you know, it's on. 
<laughs> Final Fantasy and all that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm so stoked. The only problem I'm having is Steam didn't back up my Skyrim save, so now I've got to take it from my old computer and oh. get it over here because there's no way I am going to start from scratch. Yeah, that that game, once it's like, once you put X amount of time in it, fortunately, one thing I do really like about Skyrim is you cannot play for four months, and because the quest log is so expansive, you can pick mm-hmm. it right back up. You might it might take you a yeah. couple minutes, but there's some games that you put down and you're like, I don't remember what I, I was doing. I have no idea what I was doing. Yeah. And so Skyrim yeah, is so at least good for that, yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, Skyrim's great. So I'm really excited. And I've got a, like 125 hours on my Skyrim save, so that's not going wow. to be del- yeah. Yeah. I have a problem. That would be painful. But, painful to start. Yeah, right? That'd be like losing a Ludra, heaven forbid, but <laughs> oh god. No, no. So, yeah, I, I was raiding last night, and I have got everything on Ultra. It was so pretty and so great, and it wasn't laggy, and just, uh, anyway, so, yes, I'm I'm over the moon right now. But what about you, Gomez? What have you been up to? I've been playing some Final Fantasy. I'm at least logging in daily to do uh, my grand company uh, missions so I can get little the little marks that allow you to rank up in the game. I'm... Second Serpent Sergeant, somewhere around there. Oh, I have that's no, great. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I have no idea what that is. That's hilarious. It's what you start out. It's you. There's it's many types of leveling in the game. There's classes and jobs, which is what we think of in typically classes. There's the guild level, which was already max level before I even joined. Like those people, they just blasted up to level eight, which is the max a guild can be. And then there's also grand companies, which you can pick any one of three grand companies that basically represents the three major cities and they're all allied. But, and so you can do any of the missions from any of the companies, but you get bonus ones if you do the one that you chose. So I've been doing the bonus ones. And you can rank up and, and when you get higher ranks, you can do things like, um, by XP boost rewards. So you can like, mm. oh, I want my tailor mm-hmm. to do better today. And you can get, you know, tw- 40,000 experience of double XP uh, with mm-hmm. these little marks. So, but you nice. need to get to certain ranks to be able to afford certain things. You can get little, you know, bardings for your chocobo and all sorts of, but I, I've been really enjoying the game. I, I, as I said, I'm going to be really conflicted when Wildstar comes out because that's one I really want to play as well. And I don't have room for two. So it's like, ugh, I'm trying to get to max level. I think I'm at 38 or 39 now. So I, I think I have a chance to do it before Wildstar becomes a, a you know, a full thing. Yeah. But, you know, other than that, I, you know, working, that's, you know, and sort of an ever-present thing. Uh, but I'm, it's, it's pretty manageable right now. And I'm loving that I get some time to game. And, you know, Muli and I sit down and, you know, are able to run through a couple dungeons of Final Fantasy and, uh, you know been a good time so we will be digging into the uh the i'm sorry we're not going to this week's news yet because we haven't met our guests i i'm jumping yeah, ahead of the show on, rude. so we just kind of the show we have special guests durus and radozato who are here to talk to us about aie's gurp system not gurp person gurp system this is the means of which games c- come into the aie family uh durus what has been up with you since the last time we talked and it has been quite a while since we have heard from you quite a while have I been gone that long? Really? You, you have really been have. gone that long. You were, okay. you were talking about yeah, Star okay. Wars, I think, the last search? time you were here. <laughs> you know what? I'll do a search, and I will see. What's this, what's this Hangouts thing? You know, the last time, <laughs> we, we were, like, raw. It was, you know, yeah. bent. A, a lot of okay. stuff has, a lot of stuff has changed. But uh, I, I feel so left 17. now. 
I, I just have a bright white smile, and you guys have moving pictures. <laughs> well, for next the time, last time you were on the show was AIE podcast number one seventy. Oh, okay. No, well, you, you know. mentioned, but one seventeen, you were actually on the show, and that was in two thousand twelve. Wow! Wow! Well, wow, thanks for making me feel old, Aludra. I appreciate that. <laughs> you feel old? Come on, I'm doing this with you. I was on the show then. Come on, let's be honest. We're all old. Mm. Let's let's just. I don't know, let's just retire somewhere. <laughs> but what have island? I been doing? I what which island? <laughs> Caribbean? Bahamas? Whatever island you want. You buy the island, I'll retire there. All right. Done. I'll Deal. let you know when I have the money, cool. when I'm out of debt. But uh, <laughs> moving mostly. So let's see. There's moving, there's boxes, there's more boxes, there's table saws, there's bunk beds. Tape. Uh, duct tape, <laughs> you know. Definitely, definitely duct tape. But uh, no, I've 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 been uh, I've been playing a few games. I've been hitting the forums. You know those things. Yes. That yes. We have where we we talk about things. Uh, been in those and uh, been playing a little Diablo three. So gaming gaming is still good. And uh, I just I didn't get a new computer, Luther. But congratulations, Doghouse Systems are great. They're so awesome. And, uh, I did get a new video card though. Oh, that that is that's, that's basically great. a new computer. Yeah, you know. it can be. <laughs> I, I think the last time I bought a video card was the last time I was on the podcast too. So you know, it was a, it was a nice upgrade. <laughs> but that that's pretty much uh, me in a nutshell. I've just been moving and moving. Okay, so and we also have Radozato, the man of many games, who I think is trying to challenge Abavan for his many games or many MMO games many crown. Games and no face. <laughs> so, oh, I've I've seen it. I have looked into the eyes of Radozato, and I was never no. the same. <laughs> It's like a Cthulhu character. That's <laughs> what kind of <laughs> Illuminati, all that stuff. Yep. Yep. Um, for me, it's you know just like many other people got the Diablo bug, been playing that, <clears throat> been enjoying running around with the new the new sixty one spell there for my wizard. So it's like yay, nice. Um, recently, well, yesterday, um, the. The now going to be persistent ARG from the same company who did, who worked on the Secret Worlds um, augmented reality game, um, just finished up their thing. And setting-wise, it's supposed to be what they've described it as is it's kind of a alternate timeline version of what ha what goes on in the Secret Worlds world. Wow. So it's it's not it's not the Secret World, but it's like. A lot of it, they talk, they explain that it's like, you know, the timing of things couldn't line up with the story they're wanting to do. So it's like, it's very much in the vein, but it is, it is not secret world, but it's like, there's a lot of elements where it's like, you can see that it's very inspired by it. Plus those who are participated in that, you should be on the lookout for your Black Watchmen um, jackets that should be um, given to you if you um, opted in for the, um, the, uh, the backing option to get the, I guess the, the, ongoing game um going <clears throat> okay um so that's, that's what's going on with there um what else has been going on uh, i've been playing a lot of star trek because they've um they just had a um a revised mirror event a mirror universe event a uh, lot more action-packed and actually everyone has a job uh, based on like what kind of ship you're running in there. Now it's not based off of what your profession is. It's like what ship you brought in there determines what's your role in the whole thing. 
um, that I've been playing as of the last two days. I was for the, I guess, the April Fools-ish kind of event for Neverwinter, where it's pretty much um, anyone who's seen the meme on the internet where it's, yo, dog, I heard you like D&D, so I put D&D in your Neverwinter so you can <laughs> role-play while you play. <laughs> It's pretty much your character goes into a D&D game. You're, you're pretty much a miniature. Your character's oh. locked into an adventure pose, you know, that's, you know, um, appropriate to your class. But it's like, oh, I am just playing D&D while I'm playing an MMO. That's well, awesome. So you're playing, that was, you're playing D&D while you're playing an MMO, which was based on D&D. So there's yes. like, I feel like I should be tipping back in my chair slowly and like a blah playing. So yeah, that's um, that's, that's too many levels. Yeah, the best <laughs> part is the is dungeon like master voice deception or something. Yes, yeah, the the dungeon master voice is like uniform through the whole thing. So it's like you have your one person narrating. So he's sitting there like you know it's like and you come upon you 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 save the elven priestess and she says oh I'm so grateful. It's like oh. wow. <laughs> So that voice actor had way too much fun during that session. Pretty much. That's hilarious. There's it's like, nothing wrong with way too like, much fun. To, well, if it like, was really old school, she would have said, hey, thanks for the save. <laughs> <laughs> but um, supposedly from some of the wording on it, it seems like if if not this exact event, something similar to it will return later. So expect something like it in the future. Great. Okay, so yes, Rado, that that still cracks me up when you're talking while streaming the Secret World cutscenes. It looks like the characters are talking. Mm-hmm. Yes, except we can see subtitles on, so that it it, it breaks the I'm ignoring those breaks the fourth wall. <laughs> so no, yeah, no Zod, never Zod never reads subtitles. So okay, we will be digging into the nuts and bolts of the GURP system shortly. But first, we want to cover this week's news. AIE news. Elder Scrolls Online's early access is out this week. The rest of the players will have access sometime next week. I'm not sure when. I'm guessing know? Tuesday. Most game launches yeah, are Tuesday, so that thinking. seems reasonable. It's a good patch yeah. today, yeah. Yeah. So if you want to hear more about this game and maybe have somebody who knows what's going on fill in the blanks for us, be sure to tune in next week when we'll have Grimbane on to talk about AIE's expansion into Elder Scrolls Online. April Fool's Day. Okay, it was actually a couple days ago, but did you see everything Blizzard did? There were fake patch notes, fake expansions, whole bunches of crazy stuff. And what about Guild Wars 2's bobblehead prank? People who logged into Guild Wars 2 found their avatars had bobbleheads. Wow. I'd, I'd like to see a video of that because that, that just sounds That hilarious. sounds really it's funny. <laughs> I, I love the patch notes that Blizzard put out, the, like the one that says mages um, using the blink... Using the using blink will now attract the attention of creepy angel statues. Wow, Don't blink. nice! This is the Doctor Who well thing. Done. Yep. I actually have seen yeah. that episode, so I get that joke. That one, that's one of the best episodes you ever. That's a good and episode. I, I love the ones for paladins as, that says new ability renounce when cast renounce permanently changes a paladin into a warrior. I think wow. they uh, made that one for Alakaz directly. Wow, <laughs> nice. Okay, so just a reminder, AIE in the Secret World has low-level fun runs every Monday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. You don't need fancy gear or really any sort of experience. The TSW crew is more than happy to see you through their dungeon experience. These people are really patient. I'm just, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go, I went in there, I'm like, I can heal, I'm going to be the healer. And the last boss took us about eight tries, and we got through it, but it was like, yeah, this is really hard, and I'm maybe not geared to where I should be. 
So yeah, that happens. Yeah. Also, one thing to note on that is there's stuff going on throughout the that evening. So even if you're coming in later on, show up. There will be stuff that we will do with you. That is. They're true. really nice guys and gals. And speaking of the secret world, they have had their state of the game for April, and that's no joke. The story of Aegis, 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 Aegis system is explained. PVP changes for El Dorado, and a 10.5 gear path will all be available. Even bigger news: next week is an adventure pack will be released with four new investigation missions. Ooh, those are those really long ones. The puzzly like ones. Super, yeah. Um, these are the signature missions of Secret World. They're the ones where you're like Googling stuff and it's okay as long as you're not Googling the answers. That's, that kind of just sucks all the fun out of it. I, I do have to say I was very good. I managed to do the um, uh, Morse code ones uh, auditorily, but visually I that I could not do. Like I could not process fast enough to be able to write down with so for some reason i can like the morse code is able to you know write down the the dots and the dashes fast enough and then i could you know translate it that way but man some of those some of those are brutal <laughs> okay uh, blizzard's desktop app the battle.net client has now added chat functionality i didn't even know this was out Aludra had to clue me in on this but now you can talk to your friends in game without being logged on you just open up the battle.net client you see all of your friends list you can double click on somebody and start chatting with them now unfortunately there's no way to opt out of the chat client without just closing the entire battle.net client entirely uh, you also can't appear invisible or offline, although you can set yourself to away or busy, but that doesn't stop somebody from jumping up and chatting you. Mm -hmm. So to update your Battle.net client to get the chat add-on, simply log out and reload it. It will start updating immediately, or at least it'll pop up and ask you if it can be reinstalled. Yeah, yeah. It just I was like, oh, okay, I just need to restart it. I'm cool. And then it's like, no, how would you like to update? No. And I'm like, um, well, no. <laughs> so so world... Speaking of World of Warcraft, well, Blizzard in general, their latest expansion, Warlords of Draenor, has just released their alpha patch notes, and apparently they are huge. So, and we, and we do mean just released, as in yeah, yeah as in today, a couple Breaking hours news. ago. <laughs> so these are crazy long and hold the first glimpse of Blizzard's newest expansion. So head over and see them before they start slashing through them with red marks and overrides, because this is alpha, folks. Do not freak out. Calm down. Take a deep breath. Looking at Alpha Twitter, people are notes. already freaking out. Yeah, people Guys, are I love you, but come on. <laughs> so expect to see these expensive patch notes change over time. It's it's going to iterate. It's gonna They're going to refine things. Do not freak out if your class got nerfed. Oh, my God. So just, you know, <laughs> just be calm. Deep breath. It, it'll be fine. Meetups. <laughs> it's in bold. <laughs> PAX, okay. PAX East in Boston, Friday, April 11th at 10 a.m. AwesomeCon, D.C., Washington, D.C., Friday, April 18th at 3 p.m. Spring Raid on Harry's Hoff Brew in San Jose, Saturday, May 3rd at 1.30 p.m. And Comic Palooza in Houston on Friday, May 23rd at 5 p.m. Did I say all that too fast? Did you not catch that? Well, let me tell you. Go to the forums, go to meetup.com, go to the forums, go to meetup.com. They'll have everything there for you to understand and see if you're actually close enough and you won't have to rewind this show five times. So, hoping to 
catch it. <laughs> Zod, do you know if meetup.com is also available in the Windows Store? I do not know. No, I've always used the website. Report on that next week because the one thing right. I like about the iOS app is it will like pop up a thing saying, hey, there's this meetup coming. Are you interested in going? So you don't even need to look. If you are subscribed to the AIE group, they will mm -hmm. happily let you know things are happening, in, not necessarily in your area. They'll just let you know things are happening and you can, you know, RSVP as you would like. Yeah, they definitely send emails because I get those every time there's a new meetup. You know, yeah, I yeah. get them when they say so-and-so suggested a meetup. Would you like to join? This will take three people to become official. So I know they, they email for sure. I'll see if there's apps. So um, this is sort of late breaking. I think we got emailed from Ralph a couple days ago, and uh, Lotwook is also echoing this, so I wanted to mention. Uh, the AIE Nomads have a shirt on Slash Loot. Uh, there will be a link in the show notes to the forum post where this is located, but I'm guessing if you go to Slash Loot and uh, go, you know, search for AIE Nomads, I'm sure it will pop up and be a wonderful, you know, it's an awesome AIE shirt, I believe. I'm guessing it has the AIE Scott Johnson like nomads guy mm -hmm. on it. I haven't yep. actually seen it, so I will. I, it, I, yeah, it's really great. It's just like you described. It has the nomads logo. Okay, which which we you know have used as you know our show logo when they were on. So yes, with that we want to get back to Duros and Radozato, who are going to peel back the curtain a little bit and let us know sort of the GURP process, like how games get into AIE, because this isn't this isn't a process that is undertaken lightly. There's a lot of work involved and a lot of stuff that needs to happen before a game can be part of the AIE community, simply because we only want to kind of be in games that people have enough interest in. So with that, uh, Duros Radizato, let us know what's going on. Well, I mean, you already stole my thunder about the whole GURP is GURP is GURP. Thing. Well, <laughs> well, you know, he's a hunter uh, or hunter. <laughs> he has some, is it pants or arrow? We all love him. He's got he has I, an, arrow. an arrow. I hope he has pants. Well, it's, but, uh, it's the internet. No one has pants. Know, so, Come on now. That's true. We never do see below the shoulders at any time, yeah. do we? Now that's spelled G-U-R-P, right? <laughs> that's No, that's another old school thing that, that we don't have time to get it's into. It's Guild Expansion Readiness Program, something like that? Yes. Uh, I, I thought it was games everyone are playing. Well, okay. That's, <laughs> that works too. No, okay. That's really good. That no, but I, really I think good. I think we have Ralph to credit with the uh, with the sort of designation there. So it, you know, rather than sounding just like a clever acronym that we forced into the GURP name, it it actually is sort like of shield. apropos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shield. Oh, I, I need to get caught up on that show, but. Uh, GURP. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't want to, it's, it's actually, I think the last time I was active was about the time it, it came about as well. If you remember long, long ago, back in the olden days, and you were all here, don't try to hide it. Oh, yeah, we were all here. Um, <laughs> we were here. We didn't, we didn't have a, we, we didn't really have a set process. It was just sort of like, well, there's WoW, and then there's this new shiny over here that, you know, WoW logins dip for a little while and everyone's playing the new Shiny. Mm -hmm. Then there are a smattering of forum posts saying, oh, we're on this server, oh, we're on this server, and then you've got basically thousands of people in AIE playing on, you know, dozens of different servers and wondering where everyone is. That's no fun. I mean, we've been playing together now for, what, seven years. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's nice to move into new games with the people you love to play with and you want to get on the page before that game actually launches. 
So I think when we tried this in the sort of pre 1.0 sort of days of GURP, it was sort of, well, let's wait six months after the game's launched and see if people are still into it. And they're like, Whoops. no, 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 that's... <laughs> That that's all well and good, but I mean, in in this modern day MMO landscape or gaming landscape in general, you have to strike while the uh, iron is hot, as they say. And the 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 hype and the momentum that goes along with even pre-launch is uh, is just you, you got to take advantage of that. Yeah, so you really sort of, do. We really stepped back and said, okay, well, we we are a gaming community and we love to play together. Let's create this forum. And the Imperium Ludi was born, um, or was put to better use at least. And we started tracking all the interest and all the passion for these new games there. And it's like, okay, well, we need to we need to sort of come up with a mechanism or a framework that will allow people to actually know that they're going to get the AI experience, right? What is the AI experience? Well, it, it's all of us, right? It's Everyone listening to the podcast, it's everyone playing WoW, everyone playing The Secret World. Even if they're wearing yellow hats, we'll let that slide. Hey, and, as he uh, said, go to the yellow hat to get healed. That's that, my, well, like, you know, I'm not going to argue with that. That That is a really good use of a yellow hat. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, uh, but in a nutshell, the GURP... I'm sorry, what was that? I said that seems helpful. Really does. Yeah. Go to the yellow hat. You can't mistake that. <laughs> It's how Curious George lived his life. Oh, man. It's, it's either the healer or a cabbie that's going to take you where you need to go to get a healer. But in a nutshell, the GURP is basically our attempt to try to get people on the same page, playing the same games the day they're launched, or, you know, launch minus zero, you know, pre-order, head start. And uh, I think the real, really the first game that, that we sort of did the... GURP 1.0 process, and we'll go into why I'm calling it 1.0 a little later, is uh, SWOTOR. I think that was really our first big rollout after the first guild, uh, after the first GURP revision, or sort of GURP introduction. Yeah. And uh, it I worked, remember it worked that really well. well for us. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember you remembering that well. I was there as well. I was, oh, I was we sort were of, all Yeah. There. Yeah, we were, <laughs> we were all loving that game when it came out, and oh. You know, and Pal has has done a bang up job, and those guys are are still knocking it out over there, having mm -hmm. lots of fun. Yeah, and and that's great. So here we are, two years later, a game that we gurped is still going strong. Yeah, you know they're having lots of fun, and that was possible because we got everyone on the same page from day one. Uh, other than that, I mean that that's pretty much what it is. Uh, a more recent phenomenon that uh, a lot of people have been hearing the term bandied about, but no one's really really knows. What's this GURP team? Who are these guys? These is um, it me? Yeah, uh, it's you. It's me. <laughs> it's 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 anyone. It's this list of people that I put on a, a wiki page. No, it's not Aludra. <laughs> it could be Aludra if she wanted it. Though. It could be, but it's not because Aludra's got a new computer. <laughs> Games. Games. <laughs> well, see that. See, but that is actually one of the primary requirements for for being on the group team. You have to play all the games. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't play all the games. I am first admitted. I don't. I try. I, I am very or, glad. Or have been crazy enough to launch all the games. Yeah, I, I'm actually looking at the list, and I'm very glad to see both Max and Abavan also on this list. Who are the yeah. people? I, these people have, you know, a spouse and children and. Like I, I don't where know. Where do they find the time? Exactly. I, I think Abo no doesn't idea. sleep. 
So and Max runs right. Yes, I'm like I'm talking to Max, he's always marathons. running. He's got a treadmill connected to his PC, and that's how he powers the PC to play all the games. Which uh, is how he plays through brownouts. That makes yeah. perfect sense now. Yeah, no, that's I I, I can see that. But uh, but the team uh, essentially is just a bunch of AIE officers that have had experience launching into the new games uh, for the AIE community. I mean, it's Palel, you know, with Star Wars. It's Abovan with Final Fantasy. It's it's me with Star Wars and Rift, and you know, Rift was sort of right in the formation of the Burp days. But yeah, it, it's you know, it's it's all these games that we've come to to love. It's Rado with the Secret World. It's Beefmaster who's over in the Steam community. So uh, let's see who else are we missing here. We got Max who we mentioned. There's uh, Thyatira, and there's also Tuku because. What's a team in AIE without something blowing up somewhere? Two has got to be involved. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's a group of people. I mean, this is a fairly recent phenomenon. We're sort of primarily responsible for living in the Imperium Lidai forums. We sort of gauge and evaluate the interest for new games that are coming out. We also have a tendency to have our eyes on the new shinies as well, so we kind of know what's going on there. And uh, we want to get feedback from people in the community because, frankly, the, the GURP starts with you, right? Uh, there may be game. I mean, we are hardly the end-all, be-all with gaming knowledge. I mean, there are going to be games out there, World of what? World of Warcraft, World of Tanks, World of Planes, World of Pokemon, World of Ponies. There you go, Link, just for you, buddy. I mean, we, we have to know. Why do you to do that, man? Hold, but, hold on. There's a World of Ponies <laughs> game? Sorry, guys, I got to go down. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm going to have to bleep There's that actually, now. Okay. Go, go <laughs> look for it on the internet. There's Pokemon Red that is uh, Ponymon, and you go around catching the ponies. <sighs> oh, the internet truly does have everything. It really honestly does. <sighs> but uh, that's that's the team. Um, and basi- Oh, and the other sort of clutch role that I guess we have is eventually someone has to answer for the sins of the community. Someone has to step up and lead these individual efforts in these games. So we don't do it. We push that off on someone else. So <laughs> we go out to the community and say, who wants it's to this game? Yep. Well, yeah, that's it. Um, but that And that is a key difference between GURP 1.0 and GURP 2.0, is that we actually, to sort of guarantee that AIE experience, you know, we want people who have actually been in the community a long time um, and for many times that's officers because you know officers never die they just keep playing all the games I, I yeah <laughs> so you know it's we we use their we use their experience and expertise and knowledge of the community and what what it is to be a member of AIE to sort of guarantee that experience for newcomers and uh, and you know reach out also to other individuals and other gaming communities at large and we we sort of evaluate them, we chat with them, and we actually make the recommendations to the council to say, this is the guy who we want um, to heartily recommend for, for leading this game. We get their blessing, and then we apologize to the individual and say, it's your show, uh, go to town. The game launches in two hours, you can handle that, right? <laughs> but, uh, I, haven't, I haven't actually quite, I haven't talked to Grim yet, but he's coming up next week, right? We'll, we'll see how yes. his launch in, uh, well, in TISO I'll, I'll tell you exactly how that went on. I said, Grim Bane, you're a dirty, rotten Templar. I don't like seeing your face. Go run Elder Scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I would worked, expect it apparently. from Illuminati. <laughs> like, go figure. Illuminati have that sort of power, folks. Vote Pyramidian. That's true. 
2016. I don't know. <laughs> but that's uh, that's pretty much the GURP, the team, and uh, sort of the the framework. Um, if you ever want to get a hold of us, I mean, if you're not making posts to the forums, you know those forums. Go to the forums. Go to the forums. Um, if you're not making posts there, you can actually get us at the email address gurp at aie-guild.org. Or you could also track us down at Jabber and Vent because you know we love to hang out in all these social media um, social media forums. You can but usually forum find forums, on but Jabber. forums. Yeah, and I'm 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 in there sometimes when I actually remember to start the web client because I haven't actually settled on a real client yet. <laughs> So I, I hear pigeon works. But. Yes, pigeon does work for the for the the jabber. It it works well. Um. So Radozato. So we have sort of different levels of GURP games. What are the differences between a GURP game and a GURP mini game? Um. Basic rule of thumb between the mini games and the full games is like your full game is your traditional what you think of as an MMO. A mini game is a basic rule of thumb is if it if you play it on your smart device, that's kind of what those are. It's the things where it's like um <clears throat> just the name just escaped me. Book What's of Heroes. The, Book of Heroes, that's what it was. Yeah, um, it's all Book about of, screen size. Yeah, it's just screen <laughs> Well, screen size is a, a part of it, but it's like it, it's pretty much like Book of Heroes is like a lot of people get together to play this game, mm-hmm. but it's not exactly the same guild structure as anything else. Some might, some might not, but it's like it's this it's kind of a different thing. But it's like it doesn't need to be as long and drawn out compared to some other things. So it's like here's what it is because it's a more streamlined thing, a more you know get in get out kind of game. So that's the rule of thumb for the mini GURP. Um. As far as um, recommending games, um, many people want to know. It's like, hey, I'm playing this great game. You know, would you guys like to try it? Um, you know, hey, I'm always playing this game right here. You know, I could start up a guild. And let's get this rolling. Um, Answer to that is um, yes, you can. But on the other hand, not exactly a you know you send us an email saying, hey, you know, here's all this. Uh, the main methods for, you know, letting us know about a game that you guys are all interested in is, you know, get the discussions rolling on the Imperium Ludi section. Because, like Dura said, all of us, our eyes are on that section. Like, we are keeping track and up to date on what's going on there. So, if we're seeing a lot of discussion going on there, you know, we can see... Um, and, and it's not like discussion between like one or two people. It's like a lot of people are sitting there talking about this or talking about all the different things going on there. When we're logging into these different games and we are seeing all the different people, you know, logging in there, um, you know, that's how we know, you know, what's being recommended because you know people are there; they're actually participating. Um, as far as starting a GURP, the GURP process, it's primarily the um, GURP team does the the determinations for that. We have, you know, we go through the uh, the current the current um, system for that the current process system for that, so that uh, um, to make sure that everything is kept track of, everything is within the quality of how we run. Eoctas to keep the experience of being within the gaming community the same. It's in a way, it's like thinking of a um, not franchise, a corporate-run restaurant like McDonald's. You know, you go from one McDonald's to another for the most part. From one McDonald's to another, your the quality of your product is the same. You go from one Chili's to another, quality of the product's the same. You know, it's the idea that they want there. They don't want you thinking, well, if I go here, it's slightly different. If I go there, it's slightly, you know, it's a little this way. Right. You want a uniform experience. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Maludra. You know what I really want right now? What do you really want? Blossom. Mm. A what? An awesome blossom. You ever have those? Oh, yeah. Those are awesome. Like, seriously, those are good. I want one. Non sequitur done. Yep. Um, So, um, the mini games, how they get started, very similar to um, the, like any other game, you know, there's people actively participating. Um, Again, with both things on this, one thing we'd like to point out to people is don't go making guilds. Um, or organizations or whatever they're called in the game where you've got the AIE or Alea Yakta S tag or name on them before it's actually started in the GURP process. Because again, we want to make this official. We don't want to be, when we are actually going through this process, we don't want like someone name camping, you know, the name for our guild. So it's, you know, keep things open. I mean, still keep in contact with each other, but you know, Keep names open so that when we can, when if you know when and if we do um, go official with that, we have everything there. Everything's identifiable, and you know you've got the the nice familiar banner that you're that you've always seen. And and the the best thing instead of starting a guild in your in the game that you're playing, start a forum post about the game that you're playing. That will actually be closer to the official stance of how things get started. Then you starting, it, it, we, we're not calling, like if someone's part of the community, we don't consider you name camping, but reserving the name sometimes causes problems down the line. So mm-hmm. yes, we would much rather people oh, yeah. start a forum post, make, you know, get people interested in the game because chances are, if you're mentioning it on the Imperium Ludi section of the AIE forums, it's also probably already been mentioned on the AI or on the Imperium Ludi section of the officer forums. Mm-hmm. And because we're game geeks too, we we understand that there are that there are games out there that people want to play. So we we absolutely understand yeah. that, and we encourage people to start up discussion about games. And if you look at the Imperial Ludi section of either forums, they're really active. There's a lot mm-hmm. of games coming up that people are in- interested in. Yeah, and you can even take Wildstar for an example. I mean. This game, this game sort of hit the uh, hit the scene in 2009. Yeah, five <laughs> years ago. It was a long. It had a different name at the time, and and I've been following it since about 2010. And about two years ago, I'm like, how is it that no one's talking about this game? And I just kind of shut up for a little while, and and now everyone's talking about it. So I mean, yeah, if rather than plant your flag in a game. Make a forum post. Yes. And that'll send up a red flag for the GURP team, and we will definitely let you know, yes, this is actually being talked about. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. How interested are you in it? And, you know, then we'll actually work with you, talk with you. And, I mean, th- this is how people sort of distinguish themselves in, in, in the community as well. And the new directors for these games, when they get selected, will probably draw from those individuals who are passionate about the game and who will be playing it longer term for their officer core as well. Yeah, I'm the, looking at the Imperium Ludi, forum, Imperium Ludi forums right now. I don't even know half these games are listed here. I didn't yeah. even know they existed. If you are passionate about a game, please let us know. Like, post on the forums. Chances are there is probably another person in our 10,000 people worth of AIE that is also interested in said game. That's just, by law of averages, that's going to be the case. Oh, yeah, like, I didn't know some participate in the conversation don't think that oh these people are talking about i don't need to chime in chime in yeah Mm -hmm. we want to know you know the best way to know is their interest is people saying and showing their interest 
And occasionally you'll find polls that are posted to the forums for these new games, like what faction interests you, because not everyone's going to have a dual faction or tri-faction launch like the Secret World. You know, it's we we want to know what people are playing, what people are interested in. So exactly. definitely take advantage of the forums. Yeah. Okay. Um, so did we want to move into the various stages of the GURP? Yeah, we can we can talk briefly about uh, the actual process, right? GURP, GURP, GURP. What what is the GURP? Well, we sort of know what it is now, but but how do you grow? How do you become a quote unquote official AIE game? Well, Duris, how do I become an official AIE game? Well, first, <laughs> how do we first, make you know, how do we make Radozato online an actual AIE um, game? Let's use that as our example. <laughs> first, we have to download Game Dev Tycoon. <laughs> but uh, which should be a mini GURP, right? I mean, that's multiplayer. It should be. I should be able oh, yeah. to hire all of you in my game studio, and we can make the Radozato game. But um, what, what we're going to talk about here as far as the phases of the GURP are concerned is going to be a little different than what you might see on the wiki now. We are actually updating this to the new V2.0, and there may even be some minor changes from what we're discussing tonight, but essentially... We are trying to streamline this a little bit. We're trying to have it make more sense so that when the games are really in closed beta, because as, as Gomez said, I mean, 10,000 people roughly in AIE community. Think about that for a minute. We're going to have people that are, in, that are in the closed betas and friends and family alpha of all, all yep. these games that are coming out. Hex, Just right? statistically. Yeah, oh, I'm in Hex. Uh, I'm in the alpha. But yeah, so I mean, chances are we know people who are playing these games, and so long as they're not bound by an NDA, as soon as that lifts, then we know more about the game and about how AI can enter into the game. So we are going to be involved as early as possible in these games. That That's our goal. And uh, essentially you've got four phases. Discovery, expedition, settlement, and then the vaunted domain. And the discovery phase is basically, I mean, even just right now, let's just talk about a game. The, the team and the officers really don't have a lot of role in that, in that phase. It's, it's just sitting back and watching the discussions that are going on about the games, and these primarily happen in the Imperium Lidai forums. And you can even mail us, email us, say, hey, you guys heard about this game, and then we'll put it on our radar. Mm -hmm. You know, we have like a wall of crazy radar. We just write new games up there. The Radizato game's like off in a corner over here, as, you know, blue, blue yeah. sky dream game in the future. And uh, then... During that phase, I mean, that's like when you're going to be seeing closed beta, you know, you just have what we know at large about the game, and we gauge how passionate people are about it. And it's also when we look at these people and we, uh, we ask the officers, like, who's involved in this game, and we start doing internal nominations for who the game directors are going to be. And then we have a couple of people on the GURP team that we say, okay, how many of you are interested in this game? who wants to sort of champion or mentor um, the, the discovery phase for this game, and then people step forward, and we do that. And that phase completes essentially when a game director has been selected. So discovery is over after we know the guy or girl who's going to be heading up our efforts in that game. And then it moves into Expedition. And you want to take that, Rado? Possibly. Um, expedition 
is pretty much where the game director is now going to be start working up the who they want to have as their officer core and then submitting that over to the GURP team for approval on that. Because again, it's you know we want to make sure that you know the experience of being in AIE is you know uniform. Um, you know, it's a great place to be. It's a fun place to have, you know, family sitting in, you know, watching and commenting while you're playing and things like that. But they're sitting there getting everything. Um, the, the game director who's been designated is starting to work on, you know, building their the base of the officers who are going to work with them and help them getting this thing run and getting everything rolling along. Um, at this point, a new subform will be made in the Imperium Ludi section. You can see this right this second where... Um, uh, Elder Scrolls Online now, you know, recently has gotten its own subsection where, you know, in the Imperium Ludi forum. So when that's when you see that, you know the game's in expedition phase. Um, pretty much what other people can do on that is, you know, play the game, get you know, participate, get to know one another, things like that. Um, the team were just, you know, we're we're, we're verifying and discussing, okay, you know, who do we th think are is a good fit to um, uh, make the officer core. After that, we have the settlement phase. This, the key part of this is before this phase can even start, the game needs to be in open beta or in general availability. This is the case in, say, for example, um, let's use Neverwinter Online. The game's already out and launched. So it is a candidate, if it's gone through the previous two sections, um, it could be in settlement phase, but if but we'll sit, but if we use like Wildstar as an example, Wildstar can't go into settlement phase right now because it is not in open or general availability. It's not in open beta or general availability. But at this point, this is where things are getting established. This is where the actual guild or cabal or clan or whatever it's called, but um, that's where the, the the name that has Alea Iacta Est on it. You know, there's your banner. It's all official. Um, you know, you, you run around and it's got the, the correct name on there. Um, invites are starting in so that, you know, you can actually officially be within the, uh, the guild as it's established there. And this is pretty much a, we're waiting for everything to, to be, we're, we're getting things rolling as we're finishing out the, the final um, phase, which is the most coveted and important part, the domain phase. And the domain phase of the game is basically... Uh, yeah, okay. You're an official AI game. <laughs> I mean, that really, that that's it. It's like, what is an AI game? You, you've been in an official, sort of official AI guild all along. When you've hit domain status, though, I mean, that's when you know you've truly arrived. The interest is there. It's maintained. We now know that, you know, Stig can go through the, the process of actually getting you mommy fully set up, and we, we go back and have the membership for the guild go and register their characters in Umami because... That is a great place to find people in all the various games that they play, well, and it's and also awesome for the officers yeah, that, to handle invites. That that's the biggest thing is Umami makes it because I remember the Star Wars launch, and I remember the spreadsheets for the Star Wars launch, oh, and I never I ever want to do that again. <laughs> like, that was rough. That was that, yeah, that was that was oh not. Gosh. I mean, we did it; it worked, but it just. It turns out Google Docs at some point does not like when you have a 500 plus long spreadsheet, like 500 plus uh, rows, and would start to choke to death when people would try to bring up the spreadsheet to do invites. So yeah, and I mommy, spent hours and hours going through and removing formulas from various cells because there was a formula cap. You couldn't have more than X number of formulas. And I was like, okay, let's not have that grep the name. You know, let's just put the name in. 
Yeah. Remove the form. Remove so, the form. The, so the, when, when it moves into domain, it means the life is going to get much easier for the officers because that means it's probably yeah. going to get within umami, which makes things much easier and also easier for you to apply. You don't need to know where to go. You've already done it before. Right. You go and to umami, I mean, you actual... click on the new game, you submitted an application, probably within 48 hours, you're in the guild. And then the umami integration more than likely will occur in the settlement phase. In the, oh, in the that's, domain that's phase true. is where we come back, where we come back and say, Okay, it's now really Umami or nothing. So make yeah. sure you register your character in Umami because that's what we're going to be. You know, that's where we're going to be doing the callings from. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's and it's it's really essentially um, just a way of saying, yep, okay, that you you have definitely made it. You are an AIE guild, and uh, let's have some fun. Yeah. Okay, so we have a, a just as sort of a current status of what's going on. Can can you guys give us a little rundown of games games that have gurped in recent history or are in the process of gurping? I don't think that's an actual verb, but you know that's we'll we'll work. Hey, hey, I made it one. <laughs> it's in my sig. I'm always gurping. <laughs> um, as far as what what games have been are currently undergoing that or have finished um, Final Fantasy uh, Realm Reborn that one went through the process rather quickly it's an example of where everything's firing and lining up just right and it went right through the process um, Elder Scrolls Online it's cruising right through just similar deal um, right now it's just um, the, the early access is just launched I believe last I heard Friday is the general admission or it oh, might be Tuesday. Okay. We figured it was Tuesday because that's usually when games launch, but I could easily see Friday because they want to get in the weekend yeah. crowd. Yeah. I've, I've heard that it was Friday was the, the full launch list. That's what I recall overhearing from Grimbane. I could be completely, totally horribly wrong. So okay. well, well, we will find GURPS out next week. Page up right now. And it says April <laughs> yeah. 4th, 2014. Oh, yep. that's tomorrow. There you go. Okay. So what you can do is first thing in the morning, you play Elder Scrolls Online, and then later on that evening, you can go watch Captain America. Okay. <laughs> That's true. Um, after that, um, EverQuest Next Landmark, well, they've recently dropped the next part because of rebranding, but EverQuest Landmark is in pretty much closed beta. It's the people who did the buy-in for the, the initial alpha and then the later betas. So it's kind of accessible, but not. it's not openly grand you know anyone can just hop right in so it's starting through the process right now yeah uh, which, which arguably process. makes it you know a potential for settlement because it's now in general availability right mm-hmm. but uh, it it's this it, it's a little different thing it may even be a candidate for like a mini GURP. you know we we don't know because it's well it's still very beta-ish yeah it's very like they don't even have the combat systems in yet so or I, I don't even think they've got even the social systems in yet. So it's like, we don't know how it'll, it'll, it'll interact. But, but there's, um, lo- there's, wanna... there's lots of yeah. crafting. Oh, we, could, of we, could, we could make a requirement of the GURP to, be, uh, to have a craft fair. You can only become a domain <laughs> game once you've instituted a craft fair community event. And, and, and FYI, we might have some breaking news here. So um, Elder Scrolls Online might be up as of now. Uh, because wow. of the East Coast, West Coast thing, um, it could be up. So I, I'm not positive, but uh, Druzat, we're, we're blaming you because I'm taking this from the chat channel um, at 7 p.m. EST. So that's within two minutes of, wow. you know, or that that might already have occurred. So well, let's let's wrap this. Come on. We're done. Right? Well, <laughs> if it's wrong, we can all blame the dragon because we know they did it. Well, yeah, that's, yes. you know, without a doubt. Yeah, well, I mean, clearly. Hail yeah. Pyramidian. 
Yay. Yay. <laughs> but uh, other 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 gurp other gurpful games. I'm just gonna keep making gurp words. Nice. Uh, I like that. To... I like gurpful. Gurpful. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna say it. I wasn't gonna say it, but I have to say this, and I can't remember. Abovan will know. Oh no. Someone actually called the gurp team gurpies. Oh. <laughs> Muffin. Yeah. All right. But move, moving right along, back to the games. We've got Diablo 3, and that's an example of a mini game because it's like, is it an MMO? Is it a? It's a game everyone's playing, but yet mm-hmm. it's sort of disjointed. You know, there's communities and clans, and we basically opted to go the community route rather than the clan route, and I, I think it serves us well in in that game. So again, it's just one way that we're tailoring, you know, the the involvement to the community to to fit the individual games that come out, and then. Gomez. Yeah. I just have one thing to say to you. Yeah, Wildstar. <laughs> I I'm deliberately You want to I'm de- deliberately now at this point I'm not reading news, I'm not reading anything about the game. Like I did about 6 months ago and I know they they had to sort of push back the st- the release date because they were like, "Oh, we're revamping a whole bunch of systems." And I haven't looked at a single thing because I want I want the discovery phase for me. I, I want it to be completely new, completely shiny, and so I'm deliberately like avoiding news at this point about Wildstar. <laughs> so let me let me tell you what's going on in the closed closed secret beta. Then no, um, no, I mean it's actually the open beta is yet to be announced. It is still in closed closed beta, but if you pre-order, yeah, so actually, you have a better chance of getting availability. in. Yeah, you can go and play this the weekend. So tomorrow, so after you're done playing ESO a little bit, log in tomorrow sometime and and to WildStar if you've pre-ordered. And when you're logging in each weekend, each day, I think that you log in, you earn this mystery box, which at launch you open it up and you get cool things. Oh, nice! So every day, and you keep getting that number of mystery boxes at launch. And it is set to launch, I think, June 3rd. Well, actually, I know, June 3rd. And there's a head start on the 31st of May, I think, around midnight is when they're going to do the head start. And if you look around the Internet, I'm just saying, that you might be able to find, like, 20% off vouchers if you buy the game on Green Man Gaming. So, oh. You know, check, check these things out. If you're interested in the game, you know, pick up the pre-order, get some mystery boxes. And that game has had, uh, that stirred up a lot of interest. If you look in the Imperial Ludi forums, you'll see at least three different threads, polls, and things like this. And, I mean, it's it's garnering a lot of attention. Uh, there are people that have various opinions on, you know, how innovative or new or shiny or uh, what, you know, what it is. But it's just like, it just looks like a really fun game. Yes. And no, we, I... have a, we have a lot of people interested in it, so this is going to be a, this is going to be an interesting to watch, interesting one to watch in the GURP because we are very close to nominating a candidate for director right now. Yes, uh, I have seen are, those bandied about. People, yes. And we, we, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do that. Hopefully, this weekend we'll make our suggestion, and uh, if the council, you know, gets uh, gets together and says, oh yeah, that's going to be the guy, then we're going to hand it off to him, and now he's got. He or she's got you know, two months to sit back and go, <laughs> hey, let's talk about policies. Let's talk about factions and you know, join our guild and you'll get a chew-a-ball that you can roll around in. Oh, and, and also, folks, just so people are aware. So there is sort of an overarching umbrella for AIE. Like there's suggestions of these are the things that WoW and games like SWOTOR and games that have been around are doing. The person in charge of the game can choose 
to follow those or not. Like each game is its own thing. The the other games can mm-hmm. certainly inform the policies, but it is not a written in stone just because WoW does things this way, you have to do things this way. Otherwise, we wouldn't have Eve. I mean, yeah, yeah, Eve's I mean, a good example of that. Yeah. These, these games are all different quite yeah. different animals and yeah eve is a very good example for that so and chances are funny, though funnily enough our game directors talk to each other yeah so it's like i know draw on experiences and we're crazy like that so chances yeah. are with the exception possibly of eve the experience you get in aie in one game is going to sort of be across the board eve is a different animal it's if you've played the game, you will completely understand what I mean. But for the most part, all of the other games are going to have a relatively uniform experience. And that's that's why we're gripping things. Yeah. And I mean, it's also, you know, we we have sort of these basic minimum. You know, this is what makes an AIE community game that you can't rewrite everything because then we want to have some common denominator. Exactly. But yeah, the, the director really I mean, it's it's his or her show. Uh, she, mm-hmm. you know, she can make these policy settings, and then the settlement phase is where they kind of fine tune that because all this work that we're doing in beta and getting into games earlier, it's like we may not even know what the game looks like by the time we actually launch a community into it. Yeah. So it, it's a lot open to interpretation, but yeah, we got a lot of experience and a lot of people who've launched these games who sort of know the pitfalls. Uh, no, don't use Google Docs. Here's a hint. Just invite anyone and everyone, okay? They'll register in your mommy eventually, or they'll be kicked out of the guild. So yeah. it, it all works out. And, you know, we want that's, new blood, too. We want to have new friends. exactly what happened with Star Trek Online. It was the everyone got invited in, and after a certain cutoff date, it was we check, you know, is this character in Umami? If not, here's Bye. the party. was it. It was much easier. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's no Google Docs. Never again. I'm with but uh, short of that, I mean, we have a GURP status page. Uh, feel free to check it out. Everything that's pertinent about the game and who's actually sort of leading up the efforts at the time are listed there, as well as launch dates and expected things. But I mean, even Star Citizen is on here, and we're not even going to see hide nor hair of it until next year, though, you know, arguably people are saying, well, it's in general availability right now. Yeah, if you want to walk around your hangar. Yeah. <laughs> Can I come visit you in your hangar? Let's let's get together and have a craft fair in your hangar. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so each game is different, right? So th- these are the kinds of things that we look for. Um, other than that, um, the only way you can make sure that we play all the games is to let us know what you're thinking and what you're passionate about. Check out our portal, www.aie-guild.org. Generally, if there's something happening in a game that we have gurped or a game that we are gurping or Eve, then you can go to the portal and, and, and find out about it there. Um, use the forums. Use Jabber. Hashtag, you know, AIE Guild. Use all the things. Play all the games. Yes. So that is our show for this evening. We want to thank both Radozato and Duras for joining us. Uh, so if you want to find the Duras online, you can look at you can look for him on Twitter as at the Duras and find him in the Imperial Luna. Yeah, Imperium Ludi. I'm really good at Latin, you can tell. Uh, section of the forums on Jabber or all of the places. So just look on the internet, the Duras, he'll be there. So Radozato, we have the various uh, articles that he writes for a acrossthebordgames.net. If you're an AIE, you probably play some board games. I'm just going to... I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm going to make a gross overgeneralization. And uh, you can find him on Twitter at Radozato. So next week, we'll be chatting with Grimbane, chatting about Elder Scrolls Online. Which Stay tuned. We've 
Sorry, what? which will have just launched. Yes. Apparently or today. Or maybe launched now. Yes. For all we know. I mean, no, it has. Well, Someone has confirmed they are playing the live game as we are recording this. All right. Stay tuned. We've got a full a full ride of great AIE member segments coming right up, including much lesser known Shaws, Mega Minute, Ask Miss Mulgra, Overly Dramatic News, Hailing Frequencies, Azroth Archives, and Buxley's Journal. But first, if you need to reach us, our email is podcast at AIE-Yale.org. You can find us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Gomez is at Show Not Found. Accuzad is at Accuzad. And I am at Aludra underscore AIE. We record li live with video every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us or watch one of our past shows on our website at theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. His Kickstarter with superhero music is happening now. Go right see now. Kickstarter. This is definitely happening now and not kind of happening like we think maybe Elder no, no, Scrolls no. Online is it happening. It is happening right now. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy to navigate website? A one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-community and register. Put in your location and you'll have access to all of the latest events that AIE has to offer. That's www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-s-gaming-communities. AIE, where all the nice people on the internet are. Gentlemen, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, please direct your attention to AIE. Submissions. Greetings. This is Rastlin presenting another installment of our ongoing informational series, Other, Much Lesser Known Shahs of Pandaria. Tonight, the Shah of Paranoia. This Shah hides out in an expansive, dimly lit cave with an obscured ceiling, many darkened alcoves, and various grates inset into the floor. It is believed to have only its singular special ability, but the fight is made difficult as the affected heroes continually look behind themselves, duck and jump from noises from above and below, and feel compelled to spend the entire encounter keeping half an eye on everyone else, in addition to fighting. In spite of all this, the Shah has been defeated many times, but no one has ever attained any loot from it, because each adventurer gets their own treasure chest to open in one of the alcoves, but that would require turning their backs on all the other party members. We now return to your regularly scheduled raid run already in progress.
Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Megacode, a mini cast on all things Holy Paladin. This week I give a brief synopsis of the Paragons of the Klaxi encounter from the Siege of Ogamar raid. This fight requires two tanks and two to six healers depending on your raid's difficulty. Now instead of going over all of the abilities from all nine Paragons, with quite a few being somewhat forgiving, I'll simply review the abilities I feel can easily wipe the raid if not dealt with accordingly. Now like always, I keep beacon on one tank while healing the raid or focusing on the tanks depending on who's taking damage. Eternal Flames or Selfless Healer are both strong talents that can get the job done. If specced into Eternal Flame, I keep my hots rolling onto both tanks, while spot healing the raid using Holy Radiance, Daybreak Holy Shocks, and Light of Dawns. If I talent Selfless Healer, it's all about spreading those Mastery Shields and using a buffed Divine Light if you see a tank taking big damage. I also time my cooldowns for those major damaging abilities and make good use of my hand spells. Bloodletting is an ability that summons blood adds. If the adds reach the boss, they heal him. Our stun, Fists of Justice, is handy for helping the DPS burn them down. Aim is an ability in which a random player is stunned in place and after 5 seconds takes major physical damage from a beam that can be split by other players standing 5 yards of one another on that beam. Hand of Protection is useful for mitigating some of the damage to that stunned player. Also try and top off everyone before and after aim goes off. Holy Avenger is nice for this. Flash is an ability where Karaz will charge random players and if you get hit, you're affected by the whirling debuff causing major physical damage. Look for the green line on the ground and sidestep out of it. Hurl Amber are damaging void zones on the ground which can easily be seen and avoided by moving out of them. Shield Bash Vicious Assault combo can cause some major physical damage to the tank. I like to pop a Hand of Sacrifice onto that tank to reduce damage taken. Insane Calculation links players with fire lines. The farther you are apart, the least amount of damage you will take. I find it best to just sit still and get healed up. I spot heal those players with Holy Radiance, Daybreak Holy Shocks followed by Light of Dawn. Now the last ability worth mentioning is Toxic Injection. Toxic Injection ability assigns a color to random players and intermittently introduces an attack based on one of those colors. If you've got red, spread out of the raid so you don't damage other players. Blue, group up to spread damage amongst yourselves and if you've got yellow, make sure to drop yellow damaging void zone outside of melee. As you can see, a lot to deal with, but with some watching of vids and reading of strats, you'll be prepared and get your kill. So I hope this helps out and good luck. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMark with a C or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Thramka and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, now that it is spring, my neighbor insists on planting grasping overgrowths in his flower bed. How can I politely discourage this practice? These overzealous stalks of asparagus were originally brought to Ogramar as young bedding plants by an enterprising goblin who clearly did not know a sunflower from a smother vine. The local authorities began to notice these noxious, invasive weeds when the war chief's favorite battle pet disappeared after a seemingly innocuous trip to the garden center. Although these plants were originally a nuisance, there is no need to discourage your neighbors from planting them now. To put them to good use, I suggest engaging a Corcoran guard in casual conversation while strolling next to your neighbor's garden. Just be ready to... Um, look after the guard's axe, should he accidentally drop it for some reason. 
After all, you would not want him to accidentally harvest the plant. I am Miss Mugger, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Real estate purchase leads to corporate dissension. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. Exodar-based social media company Space Scroll has become extremely successful over the past year by providing its mostly Dranai subscribers with a way to send interdimensional messages to each other without the need to find a mailbox. But yesterday, the firm surprised just about everybody by announcing that it was expanding into real estate and was purchasing Koldara in western Northrend for two billion gold pieces. The reason for this sudden departure from Space Scroll's previous corporate strategy is as yet unclear. Some speculate that it plans to build a huge data center protected by the Transitus Shield for storing copies of all users' conversations. This theory is popular among those who believe that Space Scroll is a front company for the mysterious intelligence agency that we recently learned has infiltrated much of Azeroth. A more intriguing theory is that the company has made a deal with the Blue Dragonflight to magically enhance their communications infrastructure. This has raised the ire of many Space Scroll shareholders who fear the draconic spells involved would corrupt message traffic and crash the system. They have demanded a shareholder vote on whether to abandon the purchase plan entirely. It appears this corporate power struggle could tear the company apart. Some tech analysts have given a name to the chasm between the two shareholder factions, the Oculus Rift. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Hi, this is Captain Hunter from AIE and Star Trek Online and hailing frequencies are open. Well, the fleet recently wrapped up its Tier 2 Dilithium Mine project and things are going well there. Uh, we will be focusing still on the Dilithium Mine, but we'll also be adding some provisions to the fleet so people can pick up ships, uh, ground equipment, all kinds of weapons and fun things from the fleet. We'll keep those stocked as well. The first contact celebration is coming up soon, and in addition to the usual Federation and Klingon first contact celebration, the Romulans will also be getting to participate with their own small event and reward at the end of the first contact celebration. Also, Season 9 is coming soon. After its recent Step Between the Stars 8.5 season, the Solange and Janolian Dyson Spheres are going to be playing a big part in Season 9. Also, look forward to a new and improved Earth space dock. That's it for this week, and I'll see you around the spaceways. Welcome back to the Azeroth Archives. I am Vikshorkas, Dranai Paladin and Lore Master of the Archives. As I was saying when last we met, after taking refuge on Draenor from tens of thousands of years of pursuit by the Burning Legion, my people, the Dranai, had found a peaceful balance with our new homeworld and with our neighbors, the Orcs. But our respite was short-lived because in due time the Legion found us once again. Rather than attack us directly, Kil'jaeden chose instead to turn the orcish clans against us. I have already recounted the tragedy of Gromash Hellscream, the formation of the Horde, and the corruption of nearly an entire race. But that was not the only atrocity committed by the Legion on Draenor. The fell magics of the orcs' warlocks had a disastrous effect on the Draenei whom they touched and many brothers and sisters were turned into corrupted, primitive forms. 
the Krokul, or Broken, lost their Naru-given ability to commune with the light, and many aligned themselves with Illidan the Betrayer to sate their thirst for fell power. Some were corrupted so thoroughly that they became feral, living in tribes and hostile to nearly all other species. They became known as the Lost Ones. As few of us first escaped the grasp of the Burning Legion, even fewer of us remained to flee our home yet again, this time in the Exodar, which is how we came to arrive on Azeroth. I will be traveling to perform further research next week, so the rogue will be here once again. Until next time, may the light embrace you. Follow at Azeroth Archives on Twitter, or visit azeroth-archives.tumblr.com. I'm as mad as Buxley, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Welcome to Buxley's Journal. I spent a little time on the Timeless Isle. After arriving and venturing into the island a little ways, I saw that the main sport appears to be running around towards rare monster spawns and arriving just a little too late to get into the fight and share the loot. There are a lot of people that do this. I also collected a lot of Timeless Coins, and they're everywhere. You kill a mob, get some coins. Complete a quest, get some coins. Look under a rock, get some coins. I squeezed a seagull once, and it dropped coins. I think. Anyway, I'm not sure if they're trying to flood the economy with these coins or what, but there sure were a lot of them. The biggest feature of the island is a huge arena where these ghosts take turns standing in their own corners, while one stands in the middle giving philosophy lessons. Never so often people go out there into the middle and trying to get it to stop doing those lessons by beating up the ghost. This never works because the ghost gives up right near the end. And then another ghost will come out in the middle and give its philosophy of life. Another thing I've gotten a lot of is timeless armor. It's crazy. I've personally collected like 52 sets of armor and plan on using them as scarecrows in my garden back in Pandaria. Nothing will run into my garden with 52 scarecrows, let me tell you. Anyway, Journal, I'm going to have to do a lot more exploring. Ever so often I hear this guy at the top of the hill of the island yelling these threats, so I'm going to go investigate him. Oh, and one more thing. I asked one of the locals what Timeless Isle translates to in their language, and they tell me that it roughly translates to the words loot pinata. I'm not sure what that means. Anyway, I'll write some more when I have a chance to explore some more. If you'd like to see what I'm up to, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. So until next time, this is Gomez. This is Aludra. This is Accuzad. And this has been the AIE Podcast. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.